I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I just think there's just a different energy more than anything. You know, plays are plays, as I've said before. How we're running those plays, that's a little bit different. Sean McDermott, today, there's a different energy in the fan base, too, from a month ago. Man, you were you were there. A month ago, it was pretty rough. <laughs> the thing I keep thinking about is, Bulldog, how are we going to keep Sean McDermott's future from being all we talk about? Here's one way. Right, start winning. Win games. Beating good teams. Shutting down the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Buffalo Bills football Monday on WGR. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Sal Capaccio coming up. Sabres play next tomorrow night at home to Columbus. Maybe we get Jack Quinn. Zach just went over all this, so sorry to be uh, repetitive. Kyle is with us now. Hi, Kyle. Hey, guys. Hi, Kyle. Hey, uh, I noticed a couple of things in the game uh, last night. I just want to see what you guys noticed, too, but the, the, the physicality and the toughness that they brought. Like, for example, Ty Johnson runs with so much anger to the point where he injures himself, but then he walks to the sideline with a stinger, obviously, but he didn't even flinch. He didn't win. That, that dude just walked to the sideline like, yeah, I can't feel my arm. No big deal. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> it, it, was, it was absolutely – I was like, wow, that is a mean, mean man. Um, but like, a question I have for you guys is that hit on Jack Prescott by Tyrell Dotson, if that's Derrick Henry, because once he runs, he's a running back. If that's Derrick Henry, is that call called – I don't know. Uh, maybe you're saying maybe I, you, you're saying you think it wouldn't be because he's not a quarterback. I mean, I, I know I know it was head to head, but yeah, if he wasn't a quarterback, that's just a big hit. I, when it first happened, I was like, I was okay with it because you know it was head to head. I understand we're protecting players, but at the end, but I was also like, I don't know if a running back gets that. And I think later yeah. on in the game, James Cook took one to the head, and he didn't get the call. It, I mean, head to head is supposed to be a call no matter who. It's obviously going to be, you know, heightened uh, awareness when it is a quarterback. So I don't know. I don't have an answer uh, for you, but I, I didn't think I didn't think any fouls yesterday were like that were called shouldn't have been called. Is how I would put it. Um, maybe the most questionable were the ones that went in favor of the Bills. Really. Um, you know the the curse hit on Shakir doesn't look like a like a as much like a defenseless receiver um, as it as I've seen others that have gone uncalled. So I don't know. I, I think I think the hits on Prescott that got penalized deserve to be flagged. How about Allen with these flops? Like that that's an iffy one, roughing the passer on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Allen just like jumping back. I don't know. Like that. It's not a great look. And you don't want you want the fifteen yards, you want the first down, but you don't want to be known for that. 
Mm-hmm. And I think he's become I, known for it. I do, too. I think it's got to be often enough now that he's been so often compared with Cam Newton. And the the deal with Newton was always, like, he could not buy a roughing the passer penalty. It was so big and so physical that the officials never thought it looked odd when he got treated roughly. Right. And, and there are, like, cut and dried aspects to roughing the passer. Hitting below the knee, hit to the head. That really it shouldn't matter how big you are. But those in-between ones, Allen is trying to buy them, and he's not, not always, but often been successful at that. I just think you can push that too far. Yeah. Well, it's something, I think, to file away and keep in the back of your mind for, you know, when and if, um, you know, they don't get a call in a big spot, which could certainly happen. I mean, we all saw, was it last? No. Last year, the year before, Mahomes got the benefit of the doubt on a on a push out of bounds against the Bengals. Oh, last year to win was, the AFC yep, Championship. Okay, that was last year. I couldn't remember if it was last year or the year before. Um, I mean, you know, you, you get that call in that moment. Does Allen maybe not get the benefit of the doubt because he's got this rep? Like, I'd be surprised if officials aren't talking about him doing that before the game. You know that they they should be on you know on watch. Um, you know, I would think like just like anybody else, you talk about doing your job, and what are the challenges of it? And a marquee player in the league at a marquee position like quarterback, who is you know embellishing hits to get calls. You know, you might you you, you might uh, lengthen the leash a little bit on the defenders. Here's Kevin next. Hi, Kevin. Uh, good afternoon. Um, the first thing I wanted to mention is that um, I um, where where I live here, we had the Dolphins Jets game. I don't know if you guys had that up there, um, but they cut in at some point to show Tremaine Edmonds scoring his touchdown. Yes, and it and it occurred to me that I hadn't thought about Tremaine Edmonds in months. And I guess that's a credit to Terrell Bernard, because uh, I remember at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, one of the big talking points before the season started was, oh, boy, what about the middle linebacker thing, you know? Oh, boy, you know, Bernard didn't even play in the preseason and so forth. Right. So I thought that the idea that, you know, he actually showed up on, and I thought, oh, wow, I hadn't thought about this guy in, in ages. Um, my, my second thing is, and this is a question for you guys, I guess, is it okay for us now? to give ourselves permission to say that Ken Dorsey was a problem. Is it not okay to not say that? Are you saying? What's the question? You want it to be definitive that Dorsey was a problem. You want to know if that's okay to... If if we can't say that now definitively, what more has to happen or will it ever happen? But obviously, things have gotten a lot better since he left. When is it okay for people to say, you know what, he was the problem? Well, a lot of people do. Um, I don't know. It's a fair. I guess it's a fair question. I never needed him fired, and they have done some interesting things here. I'll just the, the short version of my take on how the Bills' offense is different. And you know, Sean McDermott can have his energy point, and you know, they're winning, so of course it's positive energy. But you can, you know, say that's the cause and not the effect, as he's doing. They have really leaned into running back. And I've said many times, fine, as long as it's down the field, because I do not want to see the Bills morph into one of these teams where they're shortening them ga- the games on themselves, which really kind of favors the underdog by running it more and really, frankly, being more conservative like that. Yesterday, they were all about that, and they ran away with this game. They never had to divert from it. 
because it was just like, of course you're going to run the ball when you're up three touchdowns, and they couldn't be stopped. So that is like the big unknown going forward here. I mean, the Chargers and the Patriots may very well be teams that you can kind of beat like this too. Get leads, they don't score on you, and you're you're home pretty early. In the playoffs, especially if it's like they're getting more affirmation for this kind of thing, there's obviously more to what's different than just this, but the usage-wise, this is the big thing so far with Brady. And, you know, they've, they've won a couple, obviously. Uh, I just, I'm not kind of just wishing for more of that, you know? So what I might have with Dorsey instead is different energy, you know, maybe a little bit too much, too many balls in the air trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to perfect this and all of this. But they won a lot of games with him too. And, and we're top five in the league in scoring with him too. So problem, I guess I'm having trouble getting there. I'm having trouble getting there because they were still pretty good. And, you know, he was kind of a scapegoat for me. They lost the Denver game because they had 12 men on the field for a field goal that was missed that they would have won had that not happened. They didn't have a great offensive game either. They had the Cook fumble right away in that game. I don't know. Like that for me, the timing was interesting there. They they felt like they had to do something. Obviously, we don't need to rehash the whole thing. It's gotten I, it, to me. It's better. I think the most promising thing I would point to is this offense's ability, and it and it has largely been James Cook uh, to find a time or two a game a matchup that they really like, and 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 go to it. And, and trust that it's it's going to be there. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there probably are times in games where they're trying to do that and someone sniffs it out and the coverage doesn't cooperate or whatever, and, and we'll never, you know, I'll, I'll never know about it. But I, I just feel like these these pass plays to Cook are – he is, he's, dare I say it, wide open, Joe Buck, on a lot of these plays. And that is design. That is setting a team up. And I felt like – for almost all of Dorsey's time here, and I know they had explosive games still with him as their O coordinator, those sorts of easy button schemed up plays were in pretty short supply. And I don't think that's just my boredom with how excellent they were. Uh, I think it just got increasingly more reliant on Allen making incredible plays. And yesterday he could have taken the day off. Really, I mean, he did a couple of things with his feet. And, you know, there's a third down throw to Diggs that, you know, is a great catch, but a tremendous little sort of three-quarter sidearm, you know, through the defender's uh, outstretched arms type thing. Uh, but mostly, you know, he, he, did not, he did not need to do much, and they still won the game easily. I think that's largely due to the design um, and execution of the offense. So, um you know, if you, you want to – when's it okay? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's okay. It's just your opinion. It's, a, it's an opinion. Uh, I think he's done an excellent job. Um, I guess I'll feel like I'm completely home free when we see Diggs have a game. And that has not happened under Brady yet. They had a prolific passing game in Philadelphia, but Diggs was not at the center of it. Um, and I feel like, you know, getting him off, that's why I was so excited for this game because I thought it would call for that, and it turned out to be the opposite, of course. Um, but I'm eager to see them scheme up plays for him when a team is trying to take him away. Because I think eventually they're going to be in games where that will be necessary. Davis has only one game with a catch in the four. 
I think he had six in that game. He had 100 right. yards, too, but three, three zeros. Ye- yesterday, it's, I wouldn't want to sound critical about it because it made sense why. Like, they didn't need any of this yesterday. Right. Uh, so it's not like it was a problem. But it, I think it will be, like you do, when it gets later, you know. That's the Dolphins, potentially. could be the Dolphins twice. Or that maybe is Baltimore or Kansas City. I still think Kansas City is dangerous, of course. I think you have to say that, even with their relative struggles on offense. Um, I'm going to need my my passing offense back here, eventually, I think. Did you happen to see that the Bills game drew bigger TV audiences in Washington and L.A.? Than Commanders Rams on in the same markets. I did not see that. Wow, that's tremendous. More people in Washington were watching Dallas Buffalo in the late window than Washington L.A. And same with Los Angeles. So yeah. And that was a was that a pretty? I know the final score was an eight point margin. Was it a pretty competitive game all afternoon? It was always the Rams game. It seemed okay. they took Sam Howell out Washington and went with Brissett, and he was immediately good. So it might be about over. For uh, Howell. When is it ever going to be over for their coach? Holy cow. Warren Sharp is back with another damning few minutes of Washington late fourth quarter, just taking its time and, you know, goal to go, huddles, running the play clock down on themselves, the kind of stuff that drove us crazy during the drought when the Bills would always sort of like not be on top of things. That's quintessentially that team, I think. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Sal Capaccio coming up in less than 20 minutes. This is WGR. Give us to Cook. Goes behind Dawkins through a hole. Down to the 10, the 5, and he leaps into the end zone. James Cook with his second touchdown of the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.